0: Welcome to this episode of Kindle County Connections podcast. I'm your host, Aubrey Walker. I work with the San Antonio Council on Alcohol and Drug Awareness, or SACADA. I'm the coalition coordinator for Kindle County. The purpose of this podcast is to educate, promote awareness of resources for Kindle County, and to connect people. I've lived in Kindle County most of my life, and I have a passion for this county. I hope you find this podcast helpful, and thank you for listening. thank you for joining us today. Um, uh, We are going to talk with Officer Rebecca Foley, who is the Community Policing Event Officer with Bernie PD. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? Doing
1: great. Thank you.
0: Yes, we're so excited for you to be on the podcast. I say we, I just, we, the coalition, you know, everybody listening, I'm sure is very excited for this episode. I've been I've been uh, talking a lot um, to people in the community and uh, the coalition. Um, I've been very excited about this episode. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, the first question is, what has been your most enjoyable job so far? How old were you? And you know, if it's the, your current job, you don't have to reveal your age.
1: So it is definitely my current position um, as a police officer um, I just began late in my career at the age of 32.
0: Awesome. That's wonderful to hear. Um, so what is your role in Kendall County? And I know you, wear, like you like you say, very often, you know, you wear a lot of hats. Yes. Um, so what is your role? And then what are you passionate about right now?
1: So my main role is um, community events in the um coordinator which involves um national night out drug take back um coffee with a cop um i also do the um the homeless liaison mental health liaison i'm part of the negotiators team and i'm also a licensed paramedic um with all that said um my my passion right now is more towards mental health um, for our community and for our first responders.
0: So why are you passionate about this?
1: So um, it actually started. So my passion about mental health actually started um, when I was completing my master's degree. And I did a research paper on mental health and law enforcement. And I just realized that um, they weren't getting the, the, the mental health resources that they needed um, and we are caretakers of everybody in our community but no one takes care of us so mm-hmm. that's kind of one of my passion points at and um, right now where I am um, and I just started another master's program at a and <laughs> to get my mental health counseling because I just feel strongly about um, getting first responders mm-hmm. the help that they need and reducing that stigma, really.
0: Wow, that's that's so interesting. Um, so, for the listeners, I, I, this is news to me. This is, but this is, it's so exciting because you know you think about any police stuff, any law enforcement, any first responder, really, who needs mental health help and is is reaching out. I mean, who better to be a counselor for them than somebody, somebody who is, fine. who's there, who yes. who understands? You can absolutely understand what's going on I think that's so wonderful I mean you're again putting on another hat but I think it's yeah. gonna be so useful you yes, know in, exactly. in the long run I, it's that I, I'm excited to see how how that works out for you and I, I think it's gonna it's gonna be wonderful for you I think it's gonna be rewarding for you and it's also gonna be great for other first responders um, that you'll be helping so that's awesome it gives me chills So when did you get involved? um, And this can be with, you can talk specifically about the mental health aspect, or you can talk about, you know, policing. um, And but why is it important for the community?
1: So um, actually, so the mental health aspect part has just come into um, the police first a firefighter, um, just mainly because we've been seeing an increase of Um, suicides and it's just the amount of people that don't get the help that, and there's resources out there for them to get help. Um, And it's just important for them to know that there is somebody available, whether, you know, a lot, there's the big stigma of, if I talk to a therapist or counselor, they're going to tell, tell everybody, and that's not the way it works. So um, I just feel really strong about that. And in our community as well, you know, if if we're out there as police officers, we need to know what resources are out there for people that need that help as well.
0: Do you think that, um, I mean, uh, you, you spoke a, a bit about, you know, stigma with mental health help. Um, do you think also there might be a lack of like understanding of the resources out there? Because there yeah. are resources. I mean, there's right. not a lot, but there is resources.
1: Yes. Um, actually, so, um, of I, I do talk about, um, something that's missing in our community, it's the awareness mm-hmm. and the education classes, um, on mental health. And hopefully eventually after I finish all, all this good stuff, um, I would love to put some classes like that on, or even partner up with somebody or clinic, or um, hopefully good stuff is, is coming mm-hmm. down this path.
0: I, hundred I, percent, I agree. I, I, I can feel it. It's going to be all good stuff. Um, again, it gives me chills to talk about that. It's so exciting that you know you see a need, and and you feel compelled to step up and do what you can for your community, your fellow, you know, police officers, first responders. Yeah, all of that. So that's that's just wonderful. Gives me chills. Um, Okay, so the next question is, how has COVID impacted your work? And this can be both positive and negative.
1: Uh, So during COVID, of course, um, there was a downside with zero community events. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, of course, most of them were canceled in 2020. And then started... A little more in 2021, and now it's it's definitely back. Mm -hmm. Um, On the positive side, we had um, some vaccination clinics uh, that I was a part of and that I helped um, with the emergency management team, so that was good.
0: Yes. Um, Okay, so thinking about all the resources, and we kind of touched on this a little bit, but thinking about all the resources and events, um, what is something that you would say that's missing from our community?
1: Definitely. I would say that the education on mental health. Um, I mean, I know there's resources out there and people can just go online and look for the resources. Um, But as far as like going to a class or sitting somewhere and having the same uh, group of people continuously come to these classes, um, I think that would help break that that stigma, and be kind of enjoyable
0: yeah. to attend. And I think, so for me, I, just the idea, because I'm, I'm an extroverted person, and so for COVID, it was so tough, because, you know, you, like you were saying, there's no community events, there's, yeah. there was not many get-togethers in general, like inside of work, outside of work, it didn't matter, you know, there was not much for you to do during COVID, and so for me, like, you know, to the, the idea of being able to be in a room with somebody, with people listening to a presentation or, you know, what, whatever the case may be. That's so exciting for me now. And, and I'm sure that, you know, people yeah. in general, whether they're extroverted or introverted, you know, I think we all want to, you know, have that, you know, more community engagement and be there for people. Because it's like you were saying, this whole last year and a half, I mean, soon enough, it'll be two years, you know. Yeah. Um, it's so tough. And I think, every, I mean, everybody has struggled at some point or another, throughout this year and a half. And I think, it, in my personal opinion, um, I think everybody could benefit from it.
1: Yes, I agree. So
0: I do have a question about the class. Would you, and it, would you say that it would be more like a, um, like a support group or more of like just talking or like a curriculum or presentations? What What's um, kind of your thoughts?
1: Maybe just like an informative at the beginning, maybe, mm-hmm. um, you know, just like giving out information. um, And then I would think maybe later on, maybe start to form some groups. Um, I know there's a couple already. um, I just don't know if there's any actually, you know, highlighting on maybe PTSD or Mm -hmm. um, maybe specifically just for first responders or Mm -hmm. maybe the families of first responders. I mean, there's so many branches you can (laughs) reach out to.
0: (laughs) Right, but you know, I think it it would be important though to think about those um, specific groups um, because life is different for a first responder, and it's different for families of first responders. And you know, for myself, I'm not a first responder. I'm not, you know, I don't have any family members that are. I won't be able to understand, you know, what what it's like. And I mean, I can sit here and try and put my, you know, feet in your shoes and try and understand but it's different. I, I, I won't understand that. So I, I agree. I think it would be a good idea to kind of have these different groups. Yeah. That would be a good thing to look into um, for the future. So this is a fun question because COVID's kind of, kind of a sad question. We, we want <laughs> us to get away from that question now. So this is a new question for anybody who has been a listener of the last four episodes. Um, what is your favorite part of living and, or working in Kendall County?
1: I would say the people. Um, The people love first responders. (laughs) It is such a great community to be involved with. I've I've only worked for other one other department, and the other department was just the same as well. It it was a small knit Mm -hmm. community, and they loved all the first responders. It's just everybody supports us. Uh, They bring us desserts and treats and baskets. And I'm sure you've seen, uh, we have our Facebook and an Instagram. So Goodness, we, they, yes. they just love us. They just pour yeah. their love on us. If you want to yeah. say that's the best thing about this community.
0: Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I I feel like it's every other day, at least once a week, you know, y'all are posting on Facebook and Instagram and even Kendall County Sheriff's office. Nice. Like, I mean, every, everybody, I know EMS is also getting the love fire department. Everybody yes. is getting the love of, you know, different um, restaurants, like here's food or here's mm-hmm. good bags or here's whatever. And I, I agree. I think that's so wonderful. And, um, and I, it, it warms my heart to know that, you know, y'all are taken care of because I mean, y'all are taking care of us. You're taking care of all of us, you know, and you, and I think there's, there's something that I hear all the time with law law enforcement is, you know, you guys see, you know, us in the community on our worst days and you're there for us and you take care of us. And, you know, it's just, I'm going to sit here and start crying. It's okay. It's fine. Um, But it just, it warms my heart to know that, you know, I see that you guys not only are taken care of, but you guys are so appreciative. I mean, so appreciative. I mean, it's like you take a picture with the people who drop off the food you post it. I mean, that's wonderful. And, and, you know, it warms their heart to be able to do that for you. It's it's wonderful. Okay. So is there anything that I missed? And, um, let's talk about some upcoming events that you would like to discuss.
1: Yes. Um, we have our national night out, um, coming up October 5th. Um, which is each neighborhood comes together and actually some people are kind of doing it differently. Um, Usually they come together on like a block or a little cul-de-sac and they have um, just like hot dogs, something very simple. Um, It's just really neighbors meeting neighbors Um, and it's really good to know the people that surround you. Um, That way if you ever need anything, um, you know your neighbors. Yeah. Um, the other event we have is the national coffee with the cop. Um, that's on October 6th. That's just a yearly event that we have. Um, and it's, that's nationwide as well. Um, and that's just where the community comes and we just sit, um, you know, they can, we can talk about whatever the, the person wants to talk about really. It's really, it's really good. We have Um, the last one we did was at Black rifle coffee.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, we haven't
1: locked down our, this one yet. Um, but if they look at our Facebook or Instagram, we'll post that.
0: Um,
1: and then the next one would be the uh, drug take back and that's on October 3rd. That's where you can bring, um, all the unused medication and bring them to the PD lobby and -hmm. we'll take everything.
0: Um, Okay. That sounds great. Um so with uh, the National Night Out, is there a is there a way for people to look up to see if their community is doing it or um I'm not sure how
1: that's a really good question. Um
0: it just, it just came to my mind. So. so I
1: so I know um two of the neighborhoods, they make little flyers and I think they just stick them on the doors. So I want to say um Actually, I want to say that um, the Woods of Bernie uh, has a little flyer that they and they're going to do two options. You can sit in your driveway and meet people or you can walk a lap around the neighborhood. Bring your beverage of choice is what the flyer says. So. It's like a, uh, you know, like a leader of the of the um, neighborhood, and she mm-hmm. just took it upon herself and just um, wrote out a flyer and then emails it to everybody or however they, right? Maybe you know even walk door to door to it.
0: Yes, that out. I know I talked with um, somebody at uh, the Bernie H E B, and so they're I know that they're planning on doing that. So if anybody you know doesn't know for sure, would like to come and. Look at come in uh, meet with law enforcement and all yeah. that. Um, Bernie H E B will be having a national night out too. Um, that's always that's always a good turnout. That's usually yes. where, We're where I'm not. Oh yes. <laughs> um, okay. And then national night outs. We talked about that, coffee with the cop. And then we talked about DEA take back day. Okay, lots of good events for October. Yes. Okay, so lastly. How can someone listening to the podcast connect with you? Um,
1: So they can call the non-emergent line um, at the PD. It's 830-249-8645. And then, of course, the best way is to email me um, rfoley at bernie-tx.gov.
0: I will put all that information in the show notes for the listeners. Right. Um, I want to thank you, Officer Foley. Uh, again, I've been so excited about this interview because I know that you guys have lots of wonderful events happening in October. And, you know, once I started thinking about this, I knew immediately that I wanted to talk to you for the October um, meeting. So I, or not meeting, I'm sorry, um, episode. So I just want to thank you so much for coming and um, thank you guys for listening. And I hope everybody has a great day. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this month's episode of Kendall County Connections podcast. If you are interested in joining the coalition or being on an episode of the podcast, you can call 210-225-4741. That's 210-225-4741. Or email coalition at cicada.org. That's C-O-A-L-I-T-I-O-N at S-A-C-A-D-A dot O-R-G or check us out on Facebook, search for Kendall County Community Coalition or facebook.com slash Kendall County Community Coalition. Thank you. We'll see you next time and stay safe.